evening. We're back, we're back, we're back. Friday the 31st. It is 31st of January. Brexit day. We won't talk about that. No, this is not a Brexit podcast. That would be really boring. Yeah. This is a Disney podcast with some other stuff. Go on then. Okay. Um, Yeah, so how's your week been? Um, Weekish. Yeah. Not really done any any Disney planning for the holiday, um, but we have done some planning for this evening's podcast. Uh, more will be revealed on that later, but it did require the both of us to kind of go our separate ways this week and make some notes. So when we're chatting about this later, we'll be hearing it for the first time. Now, just a moment ago, we just checked that all our notes were in order, and I discovered that you have a Disney World shopping list on your phone for this year's trip. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't got that yet. But but see, but I do it right like at the beginning. I think I made that list when we like booked when we came back from the last trip in September. I, I think it was like I came back, realized what I hadn't bought, and added that list. But I do everything instantly. Like, like when we decided this podcast topic, I made my notes like in, it was not even notes, just I did like the bullet points of the stuff we're going to talk about. And that you was did it. yours in like five minutes, like within. 10 minutes of me asking you I, to sort like, it out. All I've done this week is literally just look at motorbikes or ride a motorbike. That's it. That's all I've done. You're, you're, you're planning on possibly buying yourself a motorbike again this week. That's what your week's been about this week. Buying another one, yeah. Buying a new one. You don't currently have one at the moment. It's been a little I while. I sold it. I sold it at the beginning of this year? Mm, or last year Last now. year. Last, last year, year now. now, yeah. So, yeah. So, getting a new one. So, I've been on Harley Davidson this week and I'm back to BMW next week. Just to see what you want to get. Which one, which direction I go. Yeah. So, I've had both. Yeah. So, we'll see. We will see. But, yeah, so that's all I've done. I've not looked at any of this nonsense. Well, I, I'm feeling now like I need to start making myself a Disney World shopping list because here's the thing, right? Last time we went, it had been two years since our last trip and in that time, the amount of stuff you could buy, I mean, you could always buy a ton of stuff in Disney World, don't get me wrong. But they just changed it so much. And there is now a ton of stuff you can buy. And I was not prepared for what I would feel like when I walked into the new world of Disney Store. It's completely overwhelming. I thought another one. Another, what, to go on your list? Yeah. You're literally typing it in right now. What are right. you typing? Because um, now those jars, because we've got like um, the organ player. What's his name? Uh, I forget his name. I can't remember. I, his name. remember his I would name. have to get up off the sofa and take. A I look normally at it. remember, but now I've forgotten. So you basically bought the one of the um, haunted mansion uh, jars that have like the ghosts caught inside. Is this, that's kind of the idea. They came out like a few weeks before we arrived, and they had like a little area set off at the side of. So because um, they were new, we Memento paid. Mori. We paid full wax, so that was like sixty dollars. But now they're like twenty five or twenty nine dollars. I mean, if they're still left, they if basically. Still left. Well, I want the headless horseman one. That's what I want. I don't know. You're going to be... I don't know Victor, if they're going to be still Victor doing... Geist. Victor Geist. That's it. So Victor Check Geist is the name of the guy playing the organ in the ballroom as you go through Haunted Mansion. But I want the head of Sourceman as well. So I don't know if I rate your chances. Look. It's on my list. Those it's jars. On my li- hey, look, I've got a few lists that my chances are probably quite slim on, but we'll talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> that's another conversation we literally having five minutes ago. We will get back to that in a future episode. Um, it involves... A bus. That's yes. all I'm going to say for now. Um, look, that those jars, they were no longer in Memento Mori, where they had their own lovely display in the dark. They were in the Emporium, and they were like 40% off or something. No, they were twenty nine ninety nine. Look, when we go, they might be in the outlets for a fiver. That would be lovely. Like, either way, <laughs> like that's on my list now. 
but you know, amongst the lightsabers. I mean, it, would you would you buy more than one if they were a really bargain price? No, they're, they're so massive. They take the up so is... much room in yeah. the cases. Anyway. We did really struggle. That's the other thing with shopping. You've got to be really, really careful about what you buy because we had a bit of a struggle to repack our cases for coming home. But last you know what year. the sensible thing is is to pay like the the fifty quid or whatever it is for just another case. Yeah, we got really lucky because do you remember? We, we should had, have been charged. We should have been charged for excess luggage because we had not only way more merchandise than we originally planned to get. I mean, we had the annual pass discount and I think we just got a little bit crazy with buying the merch. It happened. Um, but also we no, had... we got crazy with using our snack credits to buy <laughs> like what was, Werther's Originals. We had about 20 kilos of Werther's Originals. <laughs> From the Germany Pavilion. Yeah, and there's no way I was going to pay for an extra suitcase just to make sure that we used up our snack We credits. We had the, the Werther's Originals and then we also oh, went to scary Gear Deli as well. And, and yes, a Gear Deli and yeah. Not So Scary. We had so much chocolate and candy yeah. in our suitcases it was criminal and um, and we went we got to um orlando airport when we were due to fly home and i think just before we checked in our luggage you made us weigh the bags because they've got like those scales that you can those tie before scales. you check them in yeah so we chucked we, 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 we across three cases we got two of them to like the 30 kilo or whatever it was 32 20, kilo. 22 kilos no like it's more than that Whatever it was, I'm sure it's... They were, like, at the threshold. They were, like, we got them up to the threshold, so then the third one was, like, over by about four kilos. So we we checked these bags in, fully expecting to have to pay an excess fee on one of the bags. Yeah. We, 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 were, we were consigned to that. We were very happy to do that. You know, that's just the way it was. I wasn't happy to do that. Well, no, I was, no, we definitely weren't happy, but we knew that was going to happen. However, the lady just kind of weighed them sexist saw that they went over she was factually a lady how is that sexist i don't i don't know in this day and age i'm just <laughs> I, i'm being safe you know what it's like you can't say anything now we get our podcast deleted right, she was a lady it's fine it's it, okay it, she was it, the human just a human oh my gosh no i'm not going that it's, clinical but i think that's what you got to do nowadays i don't know i'm not on interweb <laughs> but i've heard stories and if you don't do that, you get deleted. Right, you're being extra cautious. The very lovely lady, and she was lovely, Human. weighed the bag, and it was actually it was only about what three, three and a half kilograms How do you know it wasn't over. A man in a wig? I'm not going there. All right, just no. whatever. I just think you're judgmental. Or um, <laughs> she weighed the bag, and it was pretty much only three, three and a half kilos over. And she looked at us, and she kind of screwed up her face and looked a little bit annoyed. But then she just oh, go on then. <laughs> got out the label and just put heavy bag and didn't charge us and waved it on through. Winning. It was awesome. I mean, it was just worth as original, say. It literally was just because like, it was I'd have been gutted <laughs> to pay for like that much money for Werther's Originals, Girdelli, and uh, like what would it would have cost us? Like sixty quid extra Skittles. baggage charge? Yeah, stupid. Yeah, but... exactly. So anyway. Uh, anyway, I don't think we'll push our luck that way again. I don't think we'll get that lucky twice. No, no. But it, it, do you know what? If if it looks like we're going that way, I will just stick a bag on. But it can be. I remember. I remember going. When I went to Florida with my parents when I was a kid, like way, way back, um, they went crazy with buying stuff. I think not just even in the parks. I, I, I remember doing a lot of shopping outside the parks as well. And they bought like um, not even extra, an extra suitcase. It was like a trunk, like a big rectangular trunk. I don't know if we flew it home on the plane with us or sent it by post, but they bought that much stuff. It was necessary to buy an entire trunk to get the stuff home. 
crazy. Well, what with lightsabers and cigars and that stupid jar, it takes up a... That jar is ridiculous. No, I, you're banned from buying more than one. Right. All right, we'll crack on. What are we doing? What are we talking about, anyway? Well, well, before we get to the main subject of this podcast, we have our new segment that we need to return to. Oh, I've got to do that thing again, haven't I? You've got to do that thing again. So Has it got to be the same one? The same kind of... I, 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 I'm just going to let you freestyle. All right, all right let's do and, it. And, and you take it. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. I'm, gonna, I'm okay. building. I'm building. Get okay. ready. I'm going to do it now. Okay. Ready? Take it away. Oh, that was quite impressive. Oh I think I channeled. God. I channeled. I channeled the blessed. What was that? I want to grow some wings and like <laughs> like Flash Gordon. Wow, just... Gordon's alive! No. <laughs> okay. Wow. 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 Let's all I... just take a deep breath. Wow, I feel so manly now. <laughs> Mate, I should buy that Harley. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <sighs> okay, now we've moved past that. So, uh, yes, just to recap, uh, we now have this little segment before we get into the main meat and bones of our podcast where we invite you to literally ask us anything. And that could be a Disney thing, but it could be a non-Disney thing. And we're getting a good mix of both. So, we've each selected a question. I've got one that came through on Instagram. You got another email this week from someone. I, I did. I'm trying to find all my notes again. Oh my gosh, you're supposed to have the notes prepared. Oh. This is what we were doing well, just before we well, start I think, recording. I think I really peaked out, clipped out the mic a minute ago when I did my little jingle. But um, <laughs> So I did. I got, um, I got an email, right, from Kelly and Terry... Disney Dorks, which you is did. at KNT Disney Dorks. At KNT Disney Dorks on Instagram. So please do do go and give them a follow. Uh, they have been uh, visiting Disney parks for the last couple of years, really getting into it. They're totally on the cult of Disney with us. Or just go around to the house. Go around to the house. Sure, go around to the house. Go around no to, idea where they live. Go around, for pizza. go around to the house. I'm sure they'd welcome they you. They look well like up for that. very lovely just, people. They'll invite you in. Don't um, worry about it. But they had. They had a, a kind of Disney, or at least Disney trip planning themed question, Well, right? it's a bit annoying because it's that whole travel day, pre-travel day nonsense. Oh yeah, hang on, just, just, just let me stop you there. It's 200 days today. It's pre-travel travel day. No, no, it's not pre-travel travel day. It's pre... pre-100 day countdown, 100 day countdown day. Yay! I'm not even talking. It is. It's 200 days today, guys. Look, anyway, whatever. Um, it's, it's not. It's not a. That's not a it's milestone. A thing. Look, hang on. Like, hang 180 on. days is a milestone because that's like ADR and you can do the Epcot behind the scenes and the, the soaring thing. But that's it. 200 days is irrelevant. In my book, it's just and, a number. And let me let me add. In the book of many other people that have messaged me today on Instagram, it's a thing. It's totally well, a thing. Unless it's in the Mayan calendar, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, so anyway, they asked about um, like hotels staying at. Gatwick and oh, so you mean like kids. um okay, so a lot like, of us. Like so uh, the flights are like normally like 10, 11 a.m. around that time in the morning. Yeah, so a lot some of us flights, will travel down and stay in the hotel. Some flights are like at one in the afternoon, but why get that? Why get that one? I, I, this you get the, there so late. We had that option when we booked uh, this year's flight. We could have gone for the morning one, or it was around about one o'clock in the afternoon. Why would I book that flight? Why would I book a flight that because makes me arrive? Yeah. But yeah, you just get it too late. But you know, for people that are like driving, some people might travel from further away than we do. 
What can you, can you imagine if we lived in Cornwall? That would add on like what an extra three hours onto our journey up to the airport. I'd know I'd fly from Cornwall from Newquay to you know just fly. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so the question was, um, I don't know anymore. Oh yeah, it was about staying in the uh, what hotels do you stay? So we've only stayed at a few. We well, stayed this at three. Is the thing. Right? We we we've mixed and matched. We've stayed at three different hotels. Oh, we have stayed at three. So we we've stayed. At, oh, sorry. Am I interrupting you? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No, you carry you carry on. I'll, I'll right, leave. Cool. I was just gonna say. I've got things to do. I think we've pretty much only ever stayed in the one hotel. No. Three. So I'm thinking about it. How, how many times have we done it? together five times what are you talking about <laughs> talking about going to disney world i'm not talking about that nope disney world i think we've traveled to disney world five times together yes and i think three occasions we stayed in one and then another one on one and another one on another wow you, you're like carol Borderman of disney <laughs> i'm so good at maths um but yes that you know that's what it is oh. but i i feel like because we stayed in one of those places three times to me it kind of feels like every time that, however, is not the case. No, and that just makes no sense. I think I'll take care. Please so, do. So we stayed um, at the Holiday Inn at Worth, so the Gatwick Worth Holiday Inn. Yeah. Which um, three times? That's the one we stayed at three times. I think they get that. Okay. They cool. get that. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, which is pretty good because you get the parking included, and for Holiday Inn, I think the room was about 120 quid, including parking. Uh, which is for pretty... like two and a half weeks, parking for two and a half weeks. Yeah, so it's 21 days you get, I think, for that, that money. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty good. Um, the hotel's half decent, the holiday inns are generally pretty good. And it's what, um, 20, 25 minutes outside of the airport? Yeah, so that's the only, the only thing. So it's, it's nice, it's clean, good facilities, easy it, to get to. It, I would say, good. in terms of the room, it was the best room we had out of all three hotels. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's holiday inn, so it's, it's really a be nice. be better level of hotel. So yeah. It's really good, like I said, 120 quid. If you're a member, you get discounts as well. So you can, you can get it for about 90 quid, I think. Um, I think that's what we pay. Um, and, and getting to the airport, we've tried a couple cars, of different ways. My life, you're just jumping all over the place. Sorry, I'm trying okay. to explain this. They asked a question, like, I'm answering the question. I shall refrain, I shall refrain. Please right. do, carry on. Right. You, you stick to counting how many times <laughs> we've stayed there, right, and I'll do the info. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we... We were talking so, yeah, about so, parking. The parking's on site, and that's important to me, right? So the park—they don't like take your car and like whiz it off somewhere. Oh, you get really anxious about the car. Do you know what? I've, I've heard really like like real shitty stories about people that have had their cars. They do some of that. I don't know if it's purple parking or that other stuff like that, where they leave their car with someone um, random and they just get in it and drive it off somewhere. Oh, and it ends up on like a, a patch of a wasteland random somewhere. Compound. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's like like kids playing on it for the fortnight and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not up for that. So I like to make sure my car's safe. So holiday in, yeah, your car's there in the car park, job done. Very secure. Yeah, so happy with that. Um, and it's pretty good. The only downside is, is you do have to get like a Uber, taxi, a bus or whatever. So there's a bus. It's about eight quid. The, I think. I think. I mean, it's been a while since we've used the bus. I think it was around eight pounds when we used it, but it also goes around another lot of hotels as well. I mean, so it, it ends up being quite a long journey. It all depends bus. how many of you that there are. Mm -hmm. um, if you do the bus, it's about forty-five minutes, I think. Yeah, that's about right. right. Um, it, it, so yeah, it depends on how many of you there are. Because it's three of us and our luggage, um, it makes sense. By the time you've gone like like three of you, eight quid a shot. We just get an Uber. 
Yeah, um, the last time we stayed there, we got an Uber, and I think it was like eighteen. We, we've normally got. I mean, because we don't live in an Uber area, so no, we, we live of, in the sticks. We save up our unless like there's a there's a tractor Uber. That, that could be a thing in Somerset. Tractor Uber, imagine If it doesn't exist, I might do it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we save up our Uber vouchers and Lyft vouchers and all that kind of good, good, good stuff, um, and use it for that. So. But and it's about 20 minutes by Uber. So yeah. that's that option. It's good, it's clean, it's nice, but it's, it's okay on the way there. It's a ball ache on the way back though. Because when you when you land, yeah, and you just want to get in your car and piss off home and just like, just get home. Knowing you've got to wait for like, just- You've got to wait for the bus to arrive uh, uh, and then you've got to wait for it Uber. to stop off at other places and then oh, yeah. finally get back. Yeah, so no bollocks. So it's all right, it works, but not preferred choice. We have done, like the real shitty budget like stupidly budget super one, budget was the travel lodge which was under refurbishment when we stayed there and that's our gateway that, and that was at the airport yeah um and it was it was it was all right well i mean circumstances would have affected our impression firstly when we arrived Set there it was it was here now we're rain it was like nine o'clock in the evening it was dark we were tired we'd worked all day and it was under construction like you walked into the lobby and there was just crap everywhere and then half of it was cordoned off and it was just we just literally just didn't look left or right just walked straight through, and there's no amenities or facilities room. there no it was I mean, it we was drove off up. somewhere and got we went to like frankie and benny's somewhere in a different town oh yeah i forgot about that i don't know where we went anyway but it, it, if you just need a bed it's all right but if you need anything else it wouldn't recommend it no but so it was the, cheap so if you're looking for cheap you know, if you literally just want a bed to sleep in, go for it. It, it was cheap. Where did we park that year? I think we parked in Gatwick. Car park. Okay. Um, and we did that last year as well, and we're doing that again this year. Yes, and but so, we stayed in a different hotel. Yeah, we did. And, and I think this is the best option for us. Definitely right? for us, yes. Like, your mileage may vary, but this is the best option for us. So we stay at the... Pr uh, Premier Inn? Premier Inn, yeah. So we, so we, we, we At the it. North Terminal? Uh, yeah, the one on the escalators. Yeah, one? I think yeah. that's the North Terminal. So we, we book our parking through Gatwick and join the Gatwick membership thing so you get 10% off your parking as well. Um, so we book our parking directly through Gatwick. So we park a car there for the entire time. Uh -huh. And we book, in the, we book the Premier Inn. Now the Premier Inn is literally right outside the terminal. So you can just walk, if you want to do the evening check-in, you can do. If not, you're literally just walking out of the door of Premier Inn to the escalator, yeah. and you're in check-in. If you if you if you want to see how close, depending it is, on what terminal you're in, watch our travel day vlog on YouTube for uh, last year, and you will literally see us just walk straight across the road. Travel days, what's wrong with you? Travel day is the best day. But I tell you, so it's cheap. So it, it was it's like... It's really cheap, considering the proximity to the airport. I was really surprised at how cheap it was. I think you pay, so we book it super early, right? Like almost a year out. Yeah, and it's like 80 pounds. including three of us. Including fully cooked breakfast in the morning. That breakfast was good. It, it's one of those like, like all you can eat buffet style, um, fully cooked breakfast. Yeah. So as much bacon as you can fit on your plate. Well, in many plates, you just keep going back around. Yeah, it was really so nice. just eat all the bacon and it was pretty awesome. So that was really good. And then you just bimble over to the terminal and you're there. And it was I mean, 80 quid. Downside, the only downside I would have said about that particular hotel is that the room is 
very small with three of you you know and Kai may be our son but he's literally the size of a fully grown adult it's it's a very small space for three adults to occupy but but if I you're mean, just getting your head down we're turning up there at say like eight nine o'clock in the evening it's not, not that late what's wrong with you i'm sure it was that late we arrived there and we both work during the day anyway if you're just going in the room getting into bed watching a bit of tv and going to sleep it's no big deal but the thing is you've got because you can just walk into the terminal so you've got all the restaurants in the terminal so you've yep. got loads of options for eating in the evening the the, the Premier Inn has a restaurant. It has a Costa. But breakfast, the, the, the breakfast is awesome because rather than spending stupid amounts of money in um, the terminal, yeah. which does cost shit bomb, yeah. um, is paying for it all up front in Premier Inn and it's all you can eat. All you can eat. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. And I was do you impressed. know what? I am always about quantity over quality. Sure. Especially <laughs> when I'm about to get on a plane for like eight hours. Yeah. So, and, and you can't get bacon wrong. And it must have put you in a good mood, you know what? Because we were eating that breakfast when we received that email from Hard Rock Hotel saying, would you like to upgrade to club level for £100? And you went, yes, I will, and replied to the email. That's, $100. That, was it $100? That's wow. Yeah. So there you go. Had you not been eating such a nice breakfast, you might not have been so easily swayed by that offer. I probably would. But yeah, so that... that that would be my recommendation. Now, I know a lot of people stay in Block Hotel and they love it, so I, that's the option. But, but we will stay in Block Hotel one day. But it is pricey. It is pricey. That's why we'll do it. We'll do it when Kai's left home. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends what you want, really. But but for ease, I, I will always park in the Gatwick Airport and pay for it myself because I know no Muppets like driving or parking my car. It's where I left it. I have my keys all the time. It's on Gatwick property, and I I can literally get off the plane get the bus of two minutes from the, the, the terminal to my car yeah. and I'm on the way home. Yeah, like, definitely. Literally, no time. And the Premier Inn, it's it's quality enough with the food really good, the price really good, and it's right outside the terminal. So, um, uh, Disney Dorks, um, I really hope that's helpful. I mean, obviously, that's we've only stayed in the three. But I would, we would recommend, recommend the that. Premier Inn. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah. Nice and easy. Are you ready for a non-Disney question? Go on. Uh, my lovely Instagram friend Tish, who is at Tish Upon a Star, she has an amazing blog, by the way. If you're not reading it now, you should be. So please do go give her a follow and read her blog. Uh, she's fabulous. Um, she has asked, apart from the jobs that you're doing now, which of your previous jobs was your favourite? I'll tell you what, I'm going to answer this first yeah. because I have a rather bland, vanilla job history okay um i i tend to kind of like just stick in the same job for a long time so i've not had that many jobs um even though i'm almost 40 now um best job i had prior to my current one was funnily enough when i worked at a place where uh we would my job was basically to decide how many newspapers would go out to various shops and supermarkets and retail stores so yeah, that was it. I was deciding how, how many they got each day. Um, the reason why that was probably the best job is the work itself was really boring. It was just like statistics, which is crazy. Because as I just... Did you? Oh, that's nice. Um, as I had previously mentioned, I'm terrible at math. So how I ended up in a job doing mathematics and statistics is... I still don't know. Um, all that aside... What we used to get was when magazines, in particular, were returned to our warehouse because they were out of date and new issues had come, there would be this massive, like, recycling bin full of all the free gifts. 
So imagine all the possible kinds of free gifts you get on a magazine, so like music, makeup, chocolate, weird toys, all that kind of thing. We would just have free reign to go into those massive recycling bins and scoop up whatever we wanted. So quite often magazines like Hello and OK. That sounds like a party. So you stick the music on, yeah. put on the, the <laughs> shitty makeup yeah. and eat chocolate. Yeah, wow, but the chocolate was amazing. Magazines like Hello and OK would often like do a deal with someone like Lint Chocolate, which is really good chocolate. Um, and they would just have a, a quite a substantial bar of chocolate free on the front of every magazine. Of course, when those magazines don't get sold, sold the uh, the chocolate came back to our warehouse and we would if you'd opened my little desk drawer back then I, it was just like full to the top with lint chocolate i think that's around the time i put on quite a bit of weight <laughs> when i was working there but i felt i'd earned it and, that, and that's probably the most exciting part of the very bland and boring jobs that i've had previous to now is lint the best chocolate uh, kinder bueno is the best chocolate Kinder Bueno is particularly good. No, Lint's, Lint's pretty good. No, I think Kinder Bueno wins. Maybe if you... I, I was very satisfied with the Lint chocolate. Fair enough. So that... That, that, that I mean, that's my, that's my very plain and boring answer. Right. I well, so know you have a much better answer. Well, so... Um, I'm, look, that shadow up there looks a bit like Mickey Mouse. The nose in the air. Is that, is that because it's being cast by a Mickey Mouse stuffed toy that's sat on the top of the unit over there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. moving on. Um, <laughs> it literally is. It is a Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. It's a shadow. Casting of a shadow of Mickey Mouse. That's why it looks like. Are Mickey you Mouse. blind? Well, Are I wasn't you blind. I was looking at the shadow. I was I was looking at the pork <laughs> and the shadow. Did you think that was the shadow of the pork? I did. Yeah. I'm gonna have to post a picture of this now for context. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do that later. Anyway, so um, I I joined the um, army from school. And I then subsequently joined um, a. Um, so you came out of the army after about two years, yeah. Um, yeah, it was about before. Yeah, um, I joined a like a, a casting a, agency. Yeah, it was it was a it was a casting agency. They did a lot of like like, like military work. And, and this was around the time we met. They were looking for people that knew how to march, knew how to kind of move and behave like actual soldiers for kind of like extras parts in, in military films and TV, yeah? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I joined that and I got my first bit, which was in... Um, the first one was Saving Private Ryan. Not Saving Private Ryan. No, it was um, Soldier Soldier. Soldier. Very, so very popular British TV series from the 90s. Yeah. So it was season, season seven. It wasn't even like the good ones with like Robson Green and Jerome it, Flynn. Do you know, it was no actually, one knows who they are. It was the final season yeah. and it was the penultimate episode wow. that you're in. So the one right before the very last ever episode you're in. And so... It's on YouTube. Uh, so although you see you see me in that, um, there was the, the bit where it kicks off and there was a kind of a, a, a bit of a fight after it. They cut that bit, which was a, a shame. Oh, that was when you had your close-up. Well, no, I had I did have a couple of close-ups, actually, if you remember. But anyway, so I did that. And then um, I went for several castings for um, a movie. Didn't know what it was at the time. Yeah, we were giving it away already because you've already said what it was. Yeah, I know. But anyway, it uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's, 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 you know. It was Saving Private Ryan, just for anyone that didn't hear. Well, I didn't know what it was at the time. And um, I went to King's Cross. It was Judge Street at King's Cross. It was at the OTC HQ. And um, you had all these guys in military like, gear 
and there was a couple of American guys, um, actors, and also um, one that I, I, I definitely knew from Platoon, actually, Del Dye. Now, Del Dye is in, if there's an American military movie... Oh, he's like an older Del chap. Dye's, he has, like, silver hair, yeah, beard. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. So he, he, he is an ex-US Marine. Um, he was in Platoon, but he's been in every military movie. Was he in movie. Band of Brothers? Band of Brothers, obviously Saving Private Ryan. He was in, like, well, anything. There's military. And this guy's, like, the expert ex-military guy and knowing how to act like you're in the military so he just gets he got put in everything yeah so for this this casting um it was being there was two parts to it so the first one i had to go and um put on full uniform and then march into this room um and there was this long table with him um i think i guess a couple of production crew and these other american actors um and well they were americans anyway um and yeah, so essentially play the whole part of being in the military um, and have uh, a conversation, being addressed by a senior commanding officer. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then the second part was doing some stuff to camera for the casting team back in the US. So this was like 97, I want to say, maybe 98. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, um... It's a while ago. But then, so I did that, and then I found out that I got the part. And then, because um, it was quite a decent part as well, um, that I had to go to, it was filmed, a lot of it was filmed at, in Hatfield. They basically, because we, I mean, we bought a book of how they made that movie. In, oh, in the, afterwards, once the movie came Obviously out. Obviously not before. And, and they, they basically, that whole scene, the, the, the kind of third act of Saving Private Ryan, where it's in France, where they finally find him and they have to kind of all team up and, and defend the town. It's like a wreck of a town from Germans. Um, they built that. Yeah, it just, just in case anyone Germans. didn't know the, the, <laughs> the, the, the premise of the Second World War. Yeah, Germans, there you go. Um, anyway, they built this like wreck of a town in Hatfield on some like farmland to No, film it wasn't. It. it was an old. It was an old. Um, British aerospace or oh was it yeah but they, they they built this 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 town this with that had been you know bombs and everything it was crazy amazing attention to detail um I can't remember where I was going with this now well I don't know but, any, but anyway oh so yeah so basically you were supposed to be in that whole like third act that's where I was going with this yeah so you were supposed to be one of the guys who was within that little group that Private Ryan Matt Damon uh was Matt Damon Matt Damon I <laughs> No one's seen That's that That's before that. Um, anyway, you were supposed to be one of the guys that was with him in that town when they finally found him, yeah? yeah. So you, 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 you would have been on camera for a fairly consistent amount of time, if even just in the background, right? I'd have been well famous. Probably not, but... Yeah, probably not, no. In my head, I would have been. However... But what, anyway, what, I want to hang on. Adam's story first. Like, just, uh, what's wrong with you jumping okay. everything? It's okay. A, what's okay, the point of the podcast if you don't tell a story? Okay, okay. So, um... So yeah, so I went down and had like a full day of going down and, and um, basically being kitted out. So going through full uniform, uh, full kit um, issue, and going through makeup, then having your Polaroids taken just so you have um, continuity, obviously with the filming, so that every time you and you met some set, of the cast, yeah. Um, but also went through all the props and everything else that's been made. So you got the, all the horses and all the vehicles and the buildings that have all been destroyed and the dead bodies. And it's pretty amazing. Um, but putting on the full uniform, it literally took about probably two hours or so to get dressed. Um, putting all, all the World War II kit, the gaiters and everything else. Um, but yeah, did all of that. 
awesome. Really super long day. I was there like super early in the morning. Like, oh, I remember. Really, really late at night. Um, and it was getting ready then for um, to start. Um, it principal photography that sounds really first fun. day of filming first day of filming yeah um but yeah so um we lived um just outside of bath at that point uh, and the filming was in hatfield in north uh, the a1m just north of london yeah um i was driving i had an rs turbo back then. you had old school your your basically young blokes like what we would call in this part of the world anyway your kev car Right, which is basically your boy racer car. It's probably more accurate, yeah? You had an Escort D-Reg for anyone in the UK who's like over 35. This was a long time 35. ago. Uh, RS Turbo that you adored. You adored uh, listen, that car. Back then, that was just, that was the coolest. It was the coolest. Like, you couldn't cool- get a lot coolest back then. <laughs> you, that, that was it. Do you remember how that car eventually died? It, everything fell off. <laughs> We, we, we pulled up outside the garage that the engine mounting bolts had sheared off uh, and and so we took it to this garage to like kind of scrap it and even when we pulled up outside I pulled the handbrake on and it came off in my hand it snapped right off. <laughs> and we're like yeah yeah we ain't taking this out of no, here again no, are you we? can just have it yeah yeah that was the end of it anyway before it completely died so I, I drove so first day of filming I was going around the M25 and on your way yeah. yeah, and the um, the manifold completely like died. Well, it's, it, it, it manifold didn't die, but it, it basically completely went. It sheared and, and uh, yeah, it was gone. So um, so you basically had to pull over on the side of the M25 motorway. Yeah, uh, you had to call for like breakdown recovery, and you missed your well, arrival that, time uh, on set. So so and and although that it could have been made up. Um, over the next day or a couple of days because of I didn't have a load of cash back then and I didn't have another vehicle no nope. um, so I couldn't continue to commute to London no because it was like you know two and a half hours or so um, and yeah you were to, replaced I was replaced for continuity with a purposes standby a standby <laughs> so um yeah you were Gutted. Gutted. Do you remember as well? I I also got um there was an offer for I think it was was it Captain Crelly's mandolin and there was something else that we still think now to this day was Star Wars the prequels. Um, I I don't remember. Well, I, I remember. But, but anyway, yeah. so you were you were choice. literally this close to being in Saving Private Ryan. And I remember when the movie came out, we booked tickets to go and see it on opening night, and we sat there with mixed feelings of like what an amazing movie this is it's unbelievable and also feeling deeply sad because so, see that it should have been in it it's my standby yeah it's my standby <laughs> damn it so, so yeah so that's that that's that was probably my, your that, favourite job that's my little um, yeah oh not bitter at all are you no no oh well should we move on go on should let's, we get into that proper part of this podcast let's do it now? let's do Disney that took way too long let's do it okay go. okay good um okay so uh if you're listening to the podcast you've probably already seen that this episode is called don't do this at Disney World do you know what I'm such a moany bastard like this is like this is like a really easy thing for me because I think that's why I wrote my entire list in like a, in, couple in minutes. a few minutes okay well so before we get started I am going to preface this with uh something so basically the idea is Scott and I have gone away and made some lists about things we should we think you should definitely not do 
in Disney World. And uh, some oh, I might have done this wrong. Have you? Have you really? Oh, great, great. Okay, well, well, maybe I'll start, and you can tweak your list somewhat. Uh, I've done. I've done, essentially done a list of things people do that annoy me, so I don't want them to do at Disney World. Oh no, that's kind of what I've done. Oh, all right, all okay, right, yeah, that's that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I'll go first, and then maybe you'll 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 get how we're going with this. Oh, right. So yeah, some of these are based on personal experience. Some of them are just general. Don't do this at Disney World things. Now you know if you happen to be one of the people that does some of the things that we come up with please please do not be offended because i've included things certainly on my list at least that we ourselves are actually guilty of doing but generally speaking mm-hmm. this is <laughs> what was the laugh for <laughs> what are you laughing for i'm adding another one <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah so basically please don't be offended it's all in good fun um and we are all guilty of doing things we probably shouldn't do while we're at Disney World, but this is gonna be—I don't mind if people get offended—a bit of a grumble cast because uh, there's there's some things to be grumbling about. I love it; it's so, my favourite. Okay, like Victor Meldry. Okay, shall shall I go first with the first one? Yes. Yeah, okay, the time. so set I the time. I have uh, this is definitely based on a personal experience. Don't throw a hissy fit when a cast member stops you in line for Space Mountain because you forgot to check your three-year-old fit the height requirement at the entrance. That guy was a dick. That guy was a total dick. He was. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this was during Not So Scary, 2017. Uh, It's great at... It used to be, anyway. Great at Not So Scary because the lines were really short for things. It seems to be a lot busier these days. Um, And we walk straight into Space Mountain. And as we're going down the little tunnel where it goes down and then comes up again, we realise the guy in front of us has a... Very, very small, very, very cute Disney princess. Tiny. Um, Tiny. About one. (laughs) I think she was about three. I mean, maybe four Mm. at a push. Tiny, Mm. nonetheless. Just witched. So when we Mm. got to the point where... uh, I think it was when you're actually right next to where the vehicles are departing on the track. It's when you go through... No, it's when you go through... um, You get to the end of the main queue... And before you went to like the switchbacks, there's a cast member because they checked yeah. your thing again. It was there. Okay. So the cast member stopped this guy and was like, um, sir, I'm really sorry, but I, I don't think you're, you're... Yeah, they have a height checker there, don't they? A height checker? And a height checker? Is that the word? That sounds terrible. Anyway, clearly Bring this little the height girl... Checker. She was way too small to be going on Space Mountain. I mean, I think this guy had no idea what the ride was. I felt like he hadn't been to Disney World before. He knew nothing of Disney. Essentially, he probably, you know, he's one of those, um, he's just one of those. But he literally lost his shizzle at this poor woman, this poor cast member, because... He went off on one about spending all this money to come to Disney World and not being allowed to ride the ride. Yeah, and paying extra money for the ticket for for Not So Scary and everything. And he was really shouting. They called security. Do you remember that? They had to call extra people in to come in and and help him leave the ride. And and then the the other thing is this poor little girl is getting super distressed. He would have got kicked out of the park for that. Oh, man, I hope he did. It was... Do you know what? It's entirely possible to make a mistake, to make a misjudgment on something. Just accept it. Just accept it in good grace and leave. It, it's not like there's nothing for a three-year-old girl in Disney World. There's everything for a three-year-old girl in Disney World. Especially during Not So Scary when you can just walk on to stuff. The guy was an idiot and 
there you go. If you've made a mistake, if you've not done your research, if you've not bothered to check things like the height of your child, don't throw a hissy fit and don't blame the cast member. It's not their fault. Well done. There you go. So you get the picture of how this is working now? All right, okay. Okay, let me hear your next one. Right, I'm not starting at the top of my list. I'm gonna. I'm going. This is number two, but it, okay. my list is in no order. That's fine. Um, right. th- th- this one, like, it takes everything I have not to turn around and and and, like, if I just to punch someone square in the face, it's oh, that wow. bad. It's that That's bad. That's bad. Right. You shouldn't need to punch anyone in the face at any time. When I tell you this, you'll you'll get it. Okay. Right. Using your phone and talking whilst on the carousel of progress or the American Adventure. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I, I my have life. this as well. I have, I have, um, so I had it split into two. So you've taken two of mine. Um, I have don't talk at normal speaking volume all the way through Carousel of Progress. Uh, and then I also have, let me find it. Well, if it is. Basically, just... oh yeah, don't check your email during the Hall of Presidents show. Right. It, like, it's not. A room for you to go and use the aircon just to chill out with your family and have no. a chat with your kids and have a no. bit of lunch. It's an attraction, and I, I don't care if I've seen it a hundred times. I want to listen to Rover respond to yes. what's happening in this current decade. So, uh, it, so, it's so, so basically, there are two specific examples that I can think of. So, on our last trip, when we did Carousel of Progress, there was a family in the row behind us that right. just literally talked at normal volume the not just for a short bit not just for like the first five minutes of the show and then they kind of quietened down and watched it for the entire thing the entire thing do i head in it it was infuriating and and it's all the more infuriating when you're in a space where you can't do anything about it but also that woman checking her email like non-stop in the hall, the hall of presidents is the hall of presidents yeah or was it um, adventure that was no 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 it was hall of presidents because we've only seen that once and it, the whole thing was tainted by this woman next literally sat next to us checking her well, email front, no, it was the in front thing. of us so I could read her email oh, well, she was, was having text, so a text message conversation with someone yeah and it's like what well, you've paid all this money like put your phone in your pocket and enjoy the experience exactly why? It's a dark room. It's a dark to have your and it's like she hadn't even dimmed her screen. No. And it's like the, like li, like if I see it's that next so, time, it's making me angry now. It's so rude. Yeah, it's one of the worst so things. So rude. It's not the worst thing, but it's one of the. It is. It is right up there with pretty much the worst thing. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. So yeah. So don't don't just look. You're probably gonna wait before you get in there. You're gonna probably sit down at least a few minutes before the thing starts. That's your opportunity. But as soon as soon as it starts, no phone. But you know what? Unless no, it's literally just like quarter of an hour. Unless no you're phone. somewhere taking a video or a photo, or you're arranging to meet with someone, or booking a, a fast pass or whatever. Just leave your phone. Yeah. Detach from the world and be part of Disney. Yeah. Right? But don't sit in an attraction having a text message conversation or checking your emails or just chatting at full volume. Bang no, out of order. it's stupid. So it's anyway, absolutely ridiculous. That's that one. You can do another one. Eh? I'll go for another one. Okay. <sighs> do not overstay your welcome at character meet and greets. We, um, we went to meet Mickey and Minnie. Do you remember last year in their birthday outfits very cool very funky at the town hall in main street right was this with that really weird guy was that yeah yeah that's where oh. i'm going okay right okay so 
Um, if you've gone to meet Mickey and Minnie in the town hall in Main Street, you will know that you have kind of like the first half of queuing is just as you walk into the, the town hall. And then um, every so often a small group of people will be taken through to one room. And then finally an even smaller group of people will be taken into the room where Mickey and Minnie are. And, and if you, depending where you're on the line, you may see one or two people in front of you do their little meet and greet with Minnie yeah. and Mickey. Yeah. So in that line, we had two groups in front of us. Now, the first one was freaking adorable. It was um, a mum and a dad and a little boy who was deaf. And do you remember the little boy was signing to Mickey? I can't remember saying probably something like, I love you or you're my friend or something like that. And somehow Mickey knew like American Sign Language and was signing back to the kid and the kid was smiling. Do you remember? I cried. I actually cried. Oh, I don't remember. It was awesome i think i think my experience oh. was so tainted by what happened next i didn't remember that <laughs> okay it was amazing it it was just beautiful this little boy was just fully in the magic mum and dad were really into it it was like that kind of thing you see on, on social media it was awesome they left then the couple in front of us were and I think they were getting away with it because it probably was um, a not so scary night. They were dressed up, yeah. You're not supposed to be dressed up as an adult in in Disney World. Well, didn't they know Korean? Unless it was, um, they might have been from Korea. I'm not sure. Well, that, the girl didn't speak English. Did she not? Well, she didn't speak. She definitely didn't speak. Um, but they were dressed up as um, Princess Anna from Frozen, and he was just. A, a prince of some sort I, I don't think he was specifically a prince from any any particular disney movie so the, the couple with the the little little boy left and um and then he basically spoke very loudly over everyone and announced princess Arda's royal whatever yeah. entry into this thing with mickey mouse like really loud and everybody just kind of just stood there and all looked at him and thought, what is Weird. happening? And he literally took over the whole thing, which is kind of, you know, fine if that's what you want to do. But he kept this weird story. He did. And, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, it's your moment with Mickey and Minnie. It's magical. Make it what you want. But the guy didn't stop. It went on. It went on and on. And then we thought he'd stopped, and you see, like the photographer and the cast member, kind of like, what? "Okay, time to move on." <laughs> and then he'd come out with something else, and we're like, "Let's do this." Let Anna's doing this. Anna's, and you're right, she didn't speak. She said he just like narrated the whole thing, and we were there, and then we were still there, and we were still there, and it just didn't end. Yeah. And you know, it just he was weird. Be mindful. Be mindful about how long. You, you're taking up. I mean, maybe that's not possible for everyone, but you know, it, it, it I, just. I, I think for most people, it's, that's quite normal to like just go in, have a little chat, have a photo, and, and just bugger off. But this guy was like properly, like he was immersed. Like, I don't, it would have taken him a little bit of probably a few weeks to come out of that. Yeah. Like, he was well immersed. But the thing is, with character meet and greets, right? I mean, you know, I've had other ones where. There's a big family group and they literally all want to take individual photos with the character. But it's, it's, it's whenever they have an old lady in a wheelchair and everyone wants an individual photo <laughs> with the character with the old lady in the wheelchair. Do you remember that and, one? At the, and, the and the old lady in the wheelchair Epcot. doesn't even know where she is. Doesn't even know where she is. No, but there was that one where that... She's just happy to be outside. <laughs> right? And all the, everyone just wants a different photo. It's like, do you want a photo with your grandma or with Mickey Mouse? But the, do 
you remember that one at Epcot though? And the grandma was like, no, I don't want a photo. I don't want a photo. And they were like, grandma, grandma, grandma. And she's like, no, I don't want a photo. She's and they literally just picked up her wheelchair and forced her in the photo. And I really felt for her because she just didn't want to be part of it. She was just happy to be there and watch her family. I don't think it was one of those photos you'd end up framing. But that no, way. she was very unhappy. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't get that. I like to get in there and give them a hug. Say get something, a photo, move on, let go next on. people go. Because you've all been yeah. waiting a long time. Do it. Cool. All right. Um, is it my go? Yes, you'll go. Pool people. <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about the pool, which is why I didn't even bother putting it on the list. What? Okay. Like, pool get people. specific here. So there's there's two there's two types of pool people that like um, annoy me. There's lurkers, right? Now, lurkers are those that pick a spot. Some, they, they never swim. The whole top part of their body is dry. Okay. Right? <laughs> Completely dry. You're right. right. And they pick a spot in the pool and they wear sunglasses so that you can't see where they're looking. Right? They might be a bit pervy, but they're, they're just lurking. Right? And they pick normally the spot you want to kind of swim to. And it's really annoying. They block a whole massive area. Can I just, just pause you there for one moment? This might be me. Without the pervy bit. Oh, well, then... then. But take, I don't take, always swim. I sometimes no. just sunbathe. No, but do you know what? To, to... No, but you're not in the pool sunbathing. No. No, I'm talking about people that are in the pool. Oh, they just, like, sit with their sit. elbows on yeah. the side. They, they spread. I see right? what you mean. And they just sit there. So, that, like, the upper part of their body is completely dry. They're not swimming. They're yeah. not dunking. Up. They're in there lurking yeah. with their, their sunglasses. And you can't see where they're looking. And they just stay there. That is weird. I don't like it. Get in the spa. Go and get go and get in like the the hot tub or whatever. But like you're taking up space. I want to swim that bit where you're lurking. That's the bit I want to swim to. <laughs> I'm going to swim there. I'm going to touch the side and turn around and go back. I mean, technically, they're not doing anything wrong just by relaxing in the pool. No, they're not there. relaxing. They're lurking. I, I, right. Okay. Yeah, they're lurking. Uh, maybe. Do you remember last year? Uh, this might be my second one. Oh, maybe... Is it pool people number two? Are you talking about our experience at the boardwalk? Like, like, loud pool chatters. So, like, a private conversation that's held loud enough for everybody in the pool to hear. Yeah, and generally moaning. Yes. Gosh, yes. It's just... Oh, my gosh. This specific occasion, and it's not the only time we've had it... um, At the boardwalk, in the DVC quiet pool We've had it at Riverside as well, but uh, it's... There were these two guys, well, two, two, couples. two couples, but the, the guys were, were quite loud. And and they the, would, and because this was DVC, they were semi lurking. This was a DVC pool, so they were DVC members as well, yeah. And they just moaned like uh, full volume about DVC, about Disney, about just being a number. And they not being they were basically about. moaning the DVC members these days, apparently. Are being treated like quote second class citizens. It's like what? rubbish. What? But anyway, I, it's it's like if you want to go and have a chat, go and have a chat. Sure, but there's a bar over there. Go sit like, down, have a nice little chat. You had, you had one of them on one side of the pool and the other one on the other side of the pool. Like I was swimming between their conversation. I was yeah, like the was net. Yeah, it was really weird. I was the net in their Disney you kind of like, slag match. You felt like you couldn't swim up to their end of the pool, which I in a smaller, quiet it. pool is difficult. And I tell you what else made me feel uncomfortable, right? So I decided to go and get in the little spa pool around the corner. Mm. 
And um, they ended their great big fat moany conversation in the end. And one of the couples got out of the main pool and they came round to the spa and they sat in the spa either side of me. Now, I don't know if this is me just being really British, but they just sat either side of me and looked at me until I left. It was so uncomfortable i literally by the power of their eyes oh, i thought you were going to say by the power of grayskull then no sorry by the power of grayskull <laughs> i left that spa i exited the pool and felt really bad about myself what but, was yeah. she as cap castle called i don't remember and i should know this because i was a massive she-ra fan Wow. huge I used to get my dad to brush my hair for me and I used to hate having my hair brushed when I was a kid because it would hurt and um, the only way I could be convinced to have my hair brushed by my dad is he said that it made me look like she and I believed him looked nothing like her I was like five years old no, you definitely don't look like she now <laughs> um, okay uh, right I have to skip some of these because you've already said them okay here's one don't have a lie-in more than once or twice during your trip because you are literally sleeping dollars away. Don't yeah, you think? Don't get it. Don't I don't get, get it. it. Unless we've been to like something like not so scary. Even then. Like seriously, don't miss like you don't need sleep. You can go two weeks yeah. pretty much without sleep. This, look, get this up. is the whole thing. If you've never done a Walt Disney World trip before, know one thing. It is not a, a holiday for physical rest. It's just not the case. It's a holiday for emotional, mental rest. You need a period of time to get over the whole physical aspect once you've got home. Um, and, and you have probably spent thousands of pounds trying to get there. Uh, don't spend it sleeping in in the morning. I mean, if you're taking a cheap package deal to Spain, fine, do it. Fine, it's literally cost you a few hundred quid. But if you've spent a lot of money, get your money's worth. Get there before rope drop. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I just think that's a really crazy thing. A lot of people tend to do it. I mean, maybe I'm just old and I, I wake up earlier now. That's probably true. Um, but, yeah, just a quick one for me on that one. Right. Don't sleep in. Don't fight in queues. <laughs> have you experienced this? I might have done it. <laughs> but do you know what I do? Do you know what I do, though? I, like, I, I, depending on whether we're walking or whether we're static... Yeah. I'll move to the other side of you. <laughs> so the people that are going to get it turn around me. and it's like, they're just like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's it's a like, good tactic. It's that short woman doing it again. What's, what's, okay. What's the worst attraction line to fight in? I would say Space Mountain is one of the worst ones. No, no, no. It's not Space Mountain. It is Splash Mountain in the caves where the aircon's not quite reaching you and it's all stuffy and nasty. For sure, Splash Mountain. That is gross. That is utterly disgusting. No, no, no. The worst place, and I've experienced it, is the last bit. And I've in fact, this is one of the places. (laughs) This is one of the places where I know. By experience, do you mean that you smelt someone's fart or you've done the fart? Oh, wow, okay. And it's it's the last, the final bit of Big Thunder Mountain. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because it's a slope. Yeah, if you you do it when you're you're like near the bottom, it's like like you're peppering the entire road. Because you get the people next to you, and then you can see the people's faces as it rises up through the. Oh, if you're at the very bottom of the slope, right, right by the cast member, yeah. and you leave it there, and then the cast people, member lifts their yeah. arm, and everyone has to walk through it as yeah. they go to the yeah. 
Or if you do it at the turnstiles just before you get on, so then the people, the next people behind you have to stand at the turnstile waiting for their ride. That's real bad. So don't. That's real bad. It's hot in that bit of the queue. There is no air. That is one of the worst places. That probably is the worst. But I I have smelt someone else's um, (laughs) deposit in that area, and it isn't good. It isn't good. Horrific. Um, Absolutely horrific. (sighs) Right. Okay. Here's another one that we are guilty of. Oh. <laughs> Don't put your arms in the air for the photo on board either. <laughs> Test track, Splash Mountain, Expedition Everest, etc. Uh, unless you're in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel so bad. We have had ruins only some photos. epic photos on those rides, but we have ruined so many other people's photos by literally just blocking their faces with our <laughs> just... arms. Hand face. Do you, do you remember when we went in um when we went in twenty thirteen, Kai was eight years old, right? Mm. And it was the first time he was ever brave enough to go on a, a thrill ride and we took him on test track and it was literally his favourite and I think we rode it like ten times that year. And in every photo we are just killing it for someone place. else. It's but, so but imagine bad. imagine they fight for those people if it's like their only time they've I ever know, got to do They I could know. only afford one day. <laughs> Uh, and it's the only time they get to ride this. They have the photo. They wanted to save it for, for, for like to show their family. Oh, I had a great time this year. I show you this photo. And, it's and there's just, just some uh, idiots from Britain dabbing in the front row. Yeah, with their arms across their face. <laughs> yeah. right. Could be anyone. Could oh, be anyone. Yeah. I'm so sorry to those people whose photos we've ruined. But you know what? Though? We're we did it well, though. We We're did a real good job. We're still going to do it. We're still going to do it, yeah. But there you go. I, oh, there has been some incidences of me sitting in the behind you, like on Everest, and you blocking my face. Yeah, but that's okay because we're family. I feel like I might need to like like speed round some of these because I've got quite a few. Okay. Um, a given smoking and vaping, just no. Yeah, just no. straight no. Don't like, do it. Like like, just because the, it it happens at Disneyland Paris, you can't do it at Disney World. No, definitely right. not. Just don't do it. Um, don't get angry at cast members. Yeah, ever. just as a rule, never ever get angry ever at cast ever members. ever. Because they've never done anything wrong. And no matter what's happening, it can be sorted. And they will love to sort it for you. And that's Don't the thing. Them. They will always be happy to help you. Yeah. Um, swearing. Don't do it. Here's the thing, right? Everybody swears at Disney World. I, I can't believe I didn't put this on my list, actually. Everybody swears at Disney World. You've, like, you're late for Fast Pass. Or... or they? Have, of course it happens. We're all human. You know, there's all kinds Whoa. of reasons why. Just don't swear loud enough for anybody with children to hear. Because yeah. that's wrong. That's just rude, inappropriate. I don't want my small child... I don't have a small child anymore, but I wouldn't want my small child to hear someone effing and jeffing yeah. uh, around Disney World. Just not good. Sweat people. Sweat people. You, you, I can't believe I didn't think of that either. Like, sweat people, and especially in a queue next to sweat people. Yeah. But, even, like, sweat people... You, sorry, and no, it's so, not just someone so sweating. Don't, so your don't do this is don't forget to apply deodorant, right? Yeah, well, it's two, it's two it's two things right, with sweat people, like with with pool people. Sweat people with what? Sorry, with pool people, there was two things. With sweat people, there's two things. Oh, pool people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sweat people, put on deodorant. Like seriously, it's like a million degrees. It's yeah. hotter than the sun. And you can buy it for less than a pound. And I'm sure if you're in America, you can buy it for less than a dollar. Yeah. Um, what's that Robocop? Um, but put I on deodorant. Get that reference. I'll buy that for a dollar. No, I, don't, I haven't seen that movie since I was very young. What? Everyone's seen Robocop. Um, no, they haven't. Um, 
So yeah, Pond. But no, it's those those ones that like sweat prolifically. Yeah. That like if they turn around fast, you know, like when a dog's had a bath and it shakes itself, right? <laughs> and like all the walls get peppered with like dog juice. Yeah. <laughs> dog juice. Oh, oh. That's not what I mean. You know what I mean. Um. <laughs> move on. Move on. Move on. But I, when you got a sweat person. Right. And they turn around and it like flings off their nose or off their big calves or something. (laughs) That is rank. And they normally have one of those like, you know, like those cooling towels around their neck. Yeah. But like, it's no longer, it's no longer wet with water. It's now wet with their sweat. Did you hear about the people? There was a thing. I mean, you're not on social media, so maybe did. I'm sure I told you though. There was someone who saw someone walking around. I think Magic Kingdom, right? Not in their With pants. one of those cooling towels around their neck. They put it in their pants. And no, 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 no. Even worse. They, even worse. They needed towel to. Right, so they needed to refresh the cooling towel, so they went to a beverage cart and took it off their neck and plunged it into the ice bath Ooh. with the cokes and the like sprites and Ooh. stuff to to cool it down. Yeah. <laughs> I sweat people. That is sweat, oh, that, that's sweat God. people. Why would you do that? Because they're sweat people. <laughs> Don't so, do that. Sweat people. Yeah, sweat people. Um, do you know what? One that really annoys me. It's on my list. Yeah. This is the first one I actually wrote on my list. Yeah. Is it really pisses me off when people gather at the fast pass entrance when it's not quite time for their fast pass? Oh yeah, we had that slinky dog. I've had it loads. And like you're trying to get to the first pass, but they're like either confused or they're talking to the cast member or whatever. And there's loads of them, and you don't know whether they're queuing or what. What's and you just want to oh, like, that was you, really annoying. Like stand away unless it's your time to go through. Keep clear. Move the... aside. So that annoys me. Yeah, that was really annoying. I've got a small one. Go don't on. wear sandals or heels, especially at Epcot. I hate flip flops. Like. Flip flops, I get flip flops might be comfortable, no, but seriously, it could be crowded. Someone could step on your toe and break your toe, and then you'd be sorry. Wear proper shoes. Also, women, I've said this before, don't wear heels. Just don't do it. it I mean, especially if you're at Epcot, if you're planning on working, walking through the whole thing of World Showcase, that is a long distance. It's probably going to be really, really hot. It's a dumb idea. Do you remember, uh, I want to say 2013, when we were there, we were sat down on one of the little walls outside the America Pavilion, and a woman walked out of the gift shop and had wedges on. And I turned to you and I went, oh my God, get a look at that. Why? She's being really stupid. Uh, That's ridiculous. Do you remember who she was? No. Do you remember who came out right after her? Russell Kane. Russell Kane. British comedian Russell Kane. Who also was basically dressed like a 12-year-old in uh, some like luminous baseball cap and, and vest and everything. And don't get me wrong, I love Russell Kane. We've actually been seeing him live probably like three or four times. Um, but yeah, turns out he was there with his... I think they're married now. Um, his now wife. And she was walking around in a pair of like espadrille... Wedges. Espadrille, is that a thing? Yeah, so there's little things that like crisscross up your leg. I don't know what they are. I mean, she looked gorgeous, you know, but just so impractical. And I I felt bad that I had 
had had you know expressed my frustration with her considering i quite like her husband but there you go just don't do it wear trainers buy your trainers before you go wear them around the house or somewhere indoors like a shopping mall or something like that to break them in well, i'm not doing that with mine you're gonna to need to break in your new shoes that you well, bought this week i can't because i already made the decision it's the pact isn't it like those shoes can only be worn in in florida if you don't break them in you're as big an idiot as she was well i'm an idiot then because i i that I've already made that. that yeah, all right. If you end up with blisters all over your feet and you can't walk around while you don't showcase, get blisters from I'm superstars. going without you. I'm going you without you. You don't get blisters from Adidas superstars. They're like 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 Jesus shoes. They're, They're not like... going to sponsor you. Who Jesus? <laughs> Adidas. Anyway, yeah, that was my short little one. You got any more? I got a few. Um, this might only like be a man thing, okay. or in men's toilet. Don't shit up the toilet. Right? In, Does that happen? Like, I don't know what it is with guys in toilets, right? But, like, they seem to not realise... I don't, I don't know if people know how to use them properly. Well, I question that with women's toilets occasionally, yes. But it's like, if you go in there after some people have been in there, and a lot of the time it will smell of cigarettes as well, because they've been in there smoking. No, really? Yeah. I've never found that in the that's women's toilets. That's where people toilets. go. They go. That's where they go for a... That's f- horrific. Um, but, like, the toilet, it is like... It's... If you imagine like a waste sluice pipe at Cadbury's factory, <laughs> like that—that's that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It's um, yeah. Okay, and, women's and, toilets and aren't that bad. And that's crazy because I tell you something about the toilets in Disney World. Like, if you don't get up quick enough, you're gonna get splashed all over your backside because those flushes, those automatic flushes, literally—you literally get two centimeters off the toilet seat and it's <laughs> straight away sucking it all away. It's not doing a good enough job of cleaning, clearly, in the men's, though. No. I've got one that's controversial. Oh. Are you going to share it? Yeah. Are you going to be diplomatic? Right. So, for this podcast, I will be diplomatic. Okay. Right. Oh. <laughs> I'm really nervous now. What are you going to say? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, filter myself. <laughs> and it's really hard. I, I, oh, right. Do your best. You can do this. Uh, I believe in you. Um... You know when, like, you want to get on the bus or get off the bus and there's someone in, for whatever reason, in one of those electric cars? In the little scootery things? Yeah. Yeah, for a genuine reason, for, I'm for, sure. I'm, not always, I've seen, but, but mostly. Most of the time, right? yeah. Right. So I, I, I'll, do, I'll start with a solution before I tell you the problem. <laughs> so the solution is... There should just be a, a different way of doing it or a separate bus or something, right? Because when you're in a hurry to go somewhere or you're busting for the loo or it's super hot, and I get they're in that same position as well, although they are sat down. Um, <laughs> um, you know, is is it is the slowest... Pro- so the drive, you can't get on. The issue uh, isn't the person who's no, 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 the process. Right, you can't get on, right? So the bus driver comes in and, and he... Lowers it, so you go, <laughs> so the bus lowers down, right? Then the ejector ramp comes out, right? And then they they get like whoever it is in their little car to come in, and it always turns into an Austin Powers thing where they have to like do like like instead of driving in and parking and getting strapped up, like twenty manoeuvres later, and like they have to turn it off. The, the, the old lady can't do it; she's confused. She doesn't know what's going on. So, so like, bad then, for them because so they then, must like, feel the, under such pressure. 
pressure to like just literally like get that thing up the ramp and get it in. But then the bus driver takes over water. the bus. The bus, bus driver's like, I'll oh, just oh. turn it off, turn it off. And then he grabs it, or she grabs the, the st- handlebars and starts wedging it backwards <laughs> and forwards. And the old lady's getting whiplash. And it's like, oh, and you're stood there going, oh, I just need a piss. It's so hot. I've been in Animal Kingdom for four hours and I've just like lost like like twenty kilos in body weight. I just need a piss. And and you know and then and the worst thing is they just get that one into position and you think, yes, and then you hear another <laughs> coming up behind. And I was like, oh for fuck's sake. So then another twenty minutes. Right? So then eventually you get on, you're crammed on. But then it's like they're getting off again. And it's like, yeah. oh, it takes so long. It's not that person's fault. It's the process. The process is bad. We've said before, we've been in line and we've said, wouldn't it just be easier if the buses were designed so that these people could literally just drive on and just go straight up to the to, to the thing and then like harness in without having to turn and back up and it all is, that kind of thing. Is, it would just be so much easier if it was designed that way. And they didn't have to like, you know, sort out the seats and oh it's it, it's you know, and it is, it's a difficult and it is, one don't get me wrong you know it is for for, for mostly and I'm, i am going to say mostly because not always but mostly it's for a genuine reason yeah absolutely right? it is um sometimes it's been bought on but it's a joke <laughs> it's, it's, it's their own doing some of them it's their own doing it just as easily happened to your eye um no i know when to say no <laughs> um but but <laughs> i've had enough thank you um <laughs> I do not want seconds, <laughs> but you know it is is you know and and so genuine reason that's fine. But everyone must admit this, and you suddenly queue and you think, yeah, it's clear, right? And then you see one. It's just like a, like one of those old western movies when you see the horse come over the horizon with like the 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 the, the, the I don't know Clint Eastwood on it. You see them just come <laughs> coming towards your bus stop, and your heart just sinks a little bit. Oh. It's like, oh, I'm going to be another 20 minutes before I get on the I'm bus. I'm going to hold my bladder that much longer. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, so, you know, nothing bad to, to, to those people. It's not their fault. It's the process. But, yeah. It's a struggle. Um, you know, and like, like, you know, it's out of all the struggles, it's not that big a deal. I've got another one. Okay. Don't piss in a poncho. <laughs> oh, no! That's not allowed. Right. That's not allowed right. because that's not even real. Right. It's me and not Kai, real. Me and Kai saw it. Right, you had in your poncho a yellow substance in oh the hood God. of your poncho. I cannot believe you brought this up. In the hood of your poncho, you are horrible. You had a yellow substance. Now I didn't that touch doesn't it. Mean I didn't sniff it. It was urine. How? What? You'd been to the toilet recently, right? And then the next time we saw you, you had. A yellow substance in your poncho. Okay. Now you may claim right, okay, Mountain look, look, Dew yes. or I, something. I think it was Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think someone passed me, bumped into me, oh, and yeah. a drop of Mountain Dew went in the hood of my poncho, my Disney poncho. Mm. It, it de- look right. Hang on, right. Even if it was urine, okay. Even if it was, which it was not. Oh. All right. How is it even physically possible? For me to go for a wee, I don't know what you're doing there, and get the pee in the hood of my poncho, you like physically have... gravity, science, but you might have... right, right, all that crap. Not possible. Right, women have a default location to place everything, when whether they're dancing, sitting, shitting, whatever, what are and you they talking pl- about? they place their bags and everything between their legs. 
When have you seen no, a woman no. dancing with her handbag? Hey, 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 hold, hold, hold up. That poncho, you just keep that on when you go for a week. Well, I'm saying you might have you taken it off. You literally just lift it I'm off. I'm saying you might have taken it off. I Seriously, I am too lazy to take a poncho off well, when I'm going for a wee. It's not happening. Maybe, I'm just whacking it all up there, going for a wee, shoving it all down and walking out again. There's no way that urine made its way into my into my poncho. This is from 2013, I believe, this joke. And every it's year... Joke. It's no joke. Every year... It's no joke. You boys make, make a joke of me. It's not a joke. Hannah, uh, pissing her poncho. Hannah, uh, uh, Maybe, uh. maybe someone else sat down before you stood up. It might not be yours. Oh my gosh, that's horrific. I'm just saying it was yellow. It was in your poncho. It was like electric yellow, though. It was mountain When you're yellow. dehydrated, that's what happens. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. Okay, next one, please. Um, I, I don't know what... I'm I'm just shocked again. I'm getting flashbacks. I think... I think... I, I've got... Mo- I think we've covered this with some of the others. Right? Yeah. And I've put, ironically, considering what we're talking about... Okay. Um, moany people... I, I don't moan... Like, when you're at Disney, there's nothing to moan about. I don't care what's happened. There's nothing to moan about. It is no. the happiest place on earth. Right? And and even if a ride's broken... Unless you're in Disneyland Paris. But if, <laughs> yeah. if you're in Disney World, um, there's nothing to moan about. There really is. Like, if a ride's broken down, if your reservation's got pushed back by an hour... Doesn't matter. Just enjoy where you are because it's amazeballs. And the crazy thing is, if something goes wrong... Just tell them, and they will. They will more than exceed your expectations in terms of how they deal with it, how they compensate for it. If you are sincere, you are not abusive to cast members. You explain the situation. You explain how and why you're disappointed. They will fix it. They will go above and beyond. Yeah. As as we have experienced countless times. I was I said countless times like we moan about everything, but there's been a few occasions over the years across our visits where we've had cause to to complain about things. And well, there's a different there's a there's a difference between like having to raise a lack of service in a certain area appropriately, but moaning when you hear people like like walking around because like and you could even do it when you watch like a vlog or you watch some of those um there's that 4K dude or Citipedia or whatever. Oh, do just like, like the walk-around videos, yeah. yeah. And you just walk, watch those. And there's some real miserable people out there. They just they just look miserable. Yeah. They're in Magic Kingdom and they look like 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 someone's just pissed in their poncho. I, I, <laughs> all right. Um, hands up, you know, ponchos aside. I, I, I'm sure there are moments where done. I have taken it for granted slightly and walked around with a slightly miserable look on my face. It's probably because I'm too hot. That's my own fault for going in August every year. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, as best you can, remember why you're there. Um, remember that once you're home in a couple of months' time, you're going to be longing to be back there again. Don't take it for granted. And appreciate every moment you can. Just try and be as conscious as, as in the moment as you possibly can be. Yeah. I think well, that's a good place to end this. Done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well, there you go. There you go. So there, there is, according to us Charlton's... What not to do. The definitive list of what not to do. I've enjoyed this evening's podcast. It's been a fun one. There's been some fun memories and uh, interesting 
perspectives, uh, we'll say at least. Um, yeah, so I guess that does it for this week. Um, if you have enjoyed this evening's podcast, please do let us know. Um, as well as getting t- in touch with us through social media, where you will get me because i'm the social media user of this pairing uh, you could always just drop my lovely husband an email where you will find him What's i've had the two address? so far but two let's make it three let's get, let's make it four or five let's get a few more people emailing this week what's the email address scott it is email at charlton's do disney.com that's email at chartlessdodisney.com please do email him it'll keep him very happy Um, and he probably will email you back he's probably even better at getting back to you than I am Um, in the meantime if you have enjoyed this podcast please do rate and subscribe Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts where we'll write a little review please write us a little review it's really really lovely if you can Um, also you can catch us as I say on Instagram where you will find us at chartlessdodisney I'm running that so just you know get in touch with me there let me know what you think let me know if you think of anything that we haven't covered in this evening's podcast is there anything out there that you think you should never ever ever do at disney world be interested to hear about that or you could email scott um let me know if you're a sweat person yeah that's great i'm sure or a fart person yeah. or a checking your email person um i hope not um, you can also find us on Twitter where we are at Charlton's Do Dis, and then there's also uh, YouTube where I'm hoping to get another vlog out very, very soon. Um, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we always appreciate it. Please do come back next week. Uh, we will see you then. Bye. Bye bye.